Welcome to the Jamoti Podcast. We are all surrounded by amazing coaches and leaders. So let's get an inside look at not just what they do, but how they do what they do. After all, becoming the best versions of ourselves is Jamoti, just a matter of doing it. Coaches, the Jamoti Podcast is powered by Bology. Manage and measure your players' skill development and increase accountability year-round utilizing the Bology app. Boost inter-squad competition with drills backed by the National High School Basketball Coaches Association, including a 40-shot Bology skills assessment. Please visit Bology.com teams for information on how you can provide this resource for your team. I think what you just said uh, rolls right into one of my favorite questions to ask coaches is, how do you balance family and coaching? And because I think it is, it is an area where we fail a lot. But just based on what you said, you seem to ha- do a really good job and have found a balance of not not trying to keep things separate, but actually bringing them all together, right? Yeah. Well, you know, ultimately, regardless of what I do, uh, you know, and I tell guys, I tell everybody, hey, you don't have to believe what I believe, or, um, but ultimately, my convictions come from my faith and believing that the family is, you know, most important. And we need to honor God and our family, uh, well, our faith first. We need to honor God and we, uh, he comes first. Uh, but with that, we know he gave us, he blessed us with a family. And I have to honor him with, I'm going to be a good steward and honor him through my family and my, there. And then after that, I have to honor him in my career. And so everything I feel like has to get 100%. And explaining that to my family, and I think my family watches me. And they say, man, look at him giving 100% into these young men. Look at him giving 100% into his coaching and in his career. But then when it's time for them, I, what's interesting is the example I said also for my players. Man, look at Coach Mosley after the game giving 100% to his wife and his kids, and he mm-hmm. recognizes them. Look at Coach Mosley, you know, uh, giving 100% to his family when it's family time. And those are examples, you know, God calls, you know, he called the family to be an example of the church or our marriage to be an example of the church and our marriage to him uh, and being an example of the church and how the church should be. And so having that full commitment. Uh, but when I come home or they understand the commitment, they understand the ministry, they understand. But what they don't understand is if I after a 14 hour day, which my wife understands, it's a 14 hour day. Uh, if I decide, you know what, I need some me time after the 14 hour day, let me go have spend two, uh, two and a half hours at the bar and then come home where I got to recover from the bar and not give her the time that she needs. I think the biggest example, I'll share this and not to offend any coach, but there was a time when all of uh, the basketball recruitment came out of uh, Las Vegas, where everything all the AAU tournaments were in Las Vegas. And I remember the early part of me being a division one coach, I was a recruiting coordinator. And what I would do is I would align everything that we needed to do. The day starts from 9 a.m. and it ends at 10 a.m. And it's very hard to even talk to my wife or family on the phone because, you know, uh, we're looking at uh, games and in loud gyms and you're yeah. communicating with coaches and you're everything. It's just fast paced you from one gym to to the other. But, you know, I think the difference is when I came back and when I landed 10 o'clock, my wife understood. Now, think about it. You're in Vegas and, you know, they got all these slogans, you know, a Sin City and yeah. they got all these slogans. Yeah. 
but there was never a concern. And my wife knew she's like, I don't even want to call him during the day because she's like, it's going to irritate me because you, it's going to be loud. And I want to, but you know what? When 10, 10 30 ended, even if I didn't call her, she called me and I picked up. Mm. And I think without offending any coaches, I would say that's how it works for me. You know, and in most cases, cases, it's not that you do anything wrong, but it's like, well, I still have to go out. Spend What's the accountability? Yeah. yeah. I have to uh, network. I have to do this. I have to do that. With me, I made sure that that time was carved out, that she knew the game's ended, and then she knew she can call me. What are you doing? What is, oh, I'm sitting here on the bed and da 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 whatever, you know. And if, if I miss one day where I did go and network, she wasn't concerned or she didn't get uh, bitter or offensive. It's not that any coach is doing anything wrong, but it's like, dude, you know, you can't go four days in a row without calling your wife and expect her to understand yeah. and say, you understand? I got a network after. Well, shoot, like you're still married. I know that your job and I understand the commitment. And so I think that's the extreme, but that's one of the examples of how we try to balance it. And I realized like once I'm finished, then I have to have time for family and I think they, the, they, they understand that. I think my wife understands the commitment. She loves the fact that I pour into them to other uh, people's kids yeah. and that I pour into my job and that we're winning. Like she would, she, she's please, please win. Cause I don't want you to come home. <laughs> she said, I couldn't, and I've gotten better with coming home with losses. But in my early days, I was, it was just, I was nasty when I came home with, uh, with losses. So, uh, but I think that's how it's done. And I think, you know, it's, it's, it's her time. And then if on the way home, she says, I need you to go grab some milk and, uh, some, one of the hardest things to find was heavy whipping cream. And I'm just irritated. Like I just had a long day and you tell me to go look for heavy whipping cream. I don't know what the heck that is. Like, and you want me to go pick up something. I want to just come home, but you got to do it. And you know what? I think it's on purpose. Like, I want to, does he love me? Go pick up some heavy whipping cream. It's a test. It's a test for sure, coach. It's... <laughs> Go pick up the organic uh, head of lettuce. And next to it is the something, something, something. And I'm like, let me do it because that's just testing to see if yeah. I'm still committed to the family. And uh, those are the sacrifices you make for family and my daughter just yesterday, I literally wanted to sit on the couch and digress and just take a sigh of relief. And she just came up and she leaned on the couch and said, Daddy, guess what? Da, 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 da. Dad, and it whatever she said was pointless. But I had to stop and say, you know, I literally I was in a hoodie and I had my hoodie on. I was sitting on the couch like this. And I literally had to go like this, turn and look. I put my phone down and I really looked at her and I saw her face and it lit up because I was looking at her in mm. the face. I was like, why is watching Sports Center more important? Or the end of, you know, it was a great game, UCLA. And why is that more important than what my daughter is saying? And I got to remind myself, man, my daughter is 16. I'm on in two years, I'm a loser. I want her yeah. to know that she can always talk to me. So that's more important to me because, you know, I want her to still know that she can come talk to me and I won't ignore her when she turns 23 and she has real life issues. Man. Uh, great reminders. I mean, I'm thinking as a high school coach, you you, you teach all day. You usually stay up here on a game night. Uh, wife comes or family comes. Nine thirty games over, and then you know you stay up and watch film till eleven, eleven thirty or twelve. And, and when by the time you go home, everybody's asleep. How how important would it be to call your wife and and 
just make sure she got home okay and have that conversation with her. Uh, that That's a huge reminder. And then the example that you talked about setting for your players, one of my favorite coaches, Manawata, with PGC says more is caught than taught. And so you can say all the right things, but they're watching everything that you do. So, I mean, Coach, just to, not that you need my encouragement, but I think you're doing a great job of modeling that for your players, and thank you for that reminder for us as coaches to keep the main thing the main thing. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I've realized long ago that, um, you know, it's not as important anymore. Uh, what's most important is, like you said, the main thing, and, and that's that's the family and if uh, if I can't take care of my home, then how am I going to take care of someone else? And we see pastors even with yeah. pastors with great intentions, man. They yeah. get in trouble with that because you're supposed to understand. I have to go pray for these families. I And, you know, the wife and children are saying, well, what about us? And uh, I think we've gotten better. But, you know, in the past, I can remember when I was growing up, we used to talk about PK kids. You know, the preacher's kids was always the worst kids. And I think, you know, the, the pastor's kids was, you know, crying out for attention Yeah. Uh, while their dads were, you know, saving other lives and sa- saving or ministering to others. And the, and the kids are crying out for attention. So I don't want to be that that uh, dad as well, where all these young men and, and people are getting prayed for and their lives are changing. And my children are like, well, what about us? You know? Yeah. You're like this. One of one a coaching buddy of mine here in Dallas has a sign uh, when he goes into his dry his his garage, there's a sign above the door and it says, don't fail at the job that only you can do. Mm. I mean, that's it right there, right? Like we, we can't fail. We can't fail at home. We can't fail our families. And, and my son's 16, about to turn 17, you know? So like what you're talking about with your daughter, we only have that little bit of time left. Thank you for checking out today's episode. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast share it with your fellow coaches, and find us on social media for what's coming up next on the Jamoti Podcast. It's just a matter of doing it.